Welcome back. This Adrian. You know, we back with the Legacy Podcast, man. It's been a while, man. So this Saturday after Thanksgiving, I'll find out if I'm having a boy or girl. And I'm so excited. I'm so ready. Like, <laughs> I'm like beyond ready for this moment, man. And I really just think like it has me thinking the closer I get to this day, the more I think about myself and the image that I'm going to portray for this child, the the love that I'll have to give to it. And, you know, I really sit back and I think about my life and what I want for my child and what I want my child to be able to achieve. And it really just boils down at, at the end of everything. It just boils down that I want my child to live their life. I don't want my child to have any regrets. I want my child to be the best person that they can be. And I also want my child to know that they are loved beyond measure and unconditionally. Like a lot of love that we see out in the world comes with conditions. And I want my child to understand right or wrong, left or right, that I will always go to bed. I will always love them. I will sit on the stairs and lie for them. Like there's nothing I wouldn't do for my child to make sure that my child has the best opportunity to be successful in their life. And then I also think like, what I want my child to do, like the things that I've done, like I want my child to be involved in sports. I want my child to be smart. I want my child to take school seriously. Like I want my child to be so much better than I was. I want my child to be so much more than I am. And I find myself going over in my head, like literally like my brain is nonstop. I'm always thinking about this kid and it's crazy because I don't even know you for real. Like I don't, you know, I have so much love for something I've never met. And just to know that it's my kid, like, at the end of the day, everybody's like, oh, I want to spoil them and send them home. But that's not necessarily true now that I think about it. Like, the kid, the love that a kid just brings to you is so positive and nurturing and genuine that you have no choice but to love that kid back in the same way. And because I have so much love for this kid, I don't want my kid to have to go through things. Like, I want my kid to be able to process their feelings without, you know, smoking or drinking or be able to articulate what they want or what they mean and be able to discuss it without being up in an uproar 
or you know it's just little things like that and i pray for my child i pray for my child so much and it's crazy because i think i've prayed more recently than i've prayed in most of my entire life and i find myself not even praying for me it's just praying for my kid like and i i think as a parent or as a parent to be you start looking at things differently like yeah, I've always said I wanted to live in a good city and I always wanted to, you know, have my kids go to a great school. But I'm actually now I'm looking at crime rates. I'm looking at uh, the averages of GPAs in school and I have such a long way to go. And it's crazy, but because I, I'm trying to get my life on path to where I can provide for this kid, I find myself playing chess now, not checkers. And before I was playing checkers. I think that's why this adaption is so hard for me because now I have no choice to do what I should have been doing. And we have to stop that procrastination. Like for me, it took me becoming a father and knowing the life that I want for my kid to actually start getting things in order. And that sounds so horrible. Like <laughs> it sounds so bad, but like I really have my mind on straight, my head on straight now. Like, now I'm focused on making these goals these re a reality. Like I've always said, I wanted a house built from the ground up. And now I'm finna thug it out. I'm finna grind it out until I get that. Like I want my kids to understand that, hey, it doesn't matter where you came from, but it matters where you're going. Your past doesn't have to hold you back from the future that you desire. And I think as time gets on, like I want to share these things and that's why i even wrote a book called letter to my unborn where i just discussed these things about hey your daddy's not perfect and i'm gonna make mistakes and hey i'm human but understand that my love for you it, it, there's no measure to it. It, it it crosses universes and lifetimes like my love for you and it's crazy because it has me thinking like why can't that love be persistent like why is that love only for like kids and dogs and women like you know and having this kid has done amazing things for me and that's why i'm i think that's another reason why i'm so excited because since finding out that i'm having a kid there's been a change going on in my life and i don't know if y'all really pay attention to what i say in my podcast because it's so all over the place sometimes but it's really you know, it's really amazing to see the change, like even from a week ago to where I'm at now. And it's like, I see the weekly progressions and I see the change and I see the, the patience building because listen, if it wasn't for this kid, I would have been quit my job. Cause let me tell you about them niggas there. Them niggas there, boy, they, they, they part of the reason why I smoke the way I smoke because I understand everybody has a boss and even if I work for myself, I'm going to have to put up with a lot of things. So it's not that that I necessarily have a problem with. It's the lack of consistency. It's the lack of determination. It's the lack of effort. And I think in life, that's what it's the same thing. Like I look at life on a grander scale now on a bigger scale. And when I mean a bigger scale, I mean, I look at it for the nooks and the crannies. I'm looking, to, I pay attention to the details. And I realize that a lot of things that I'm experiencing now is things that I've always experienced. There's nothing new, but I have a newer, a newer vision or a newer way of looking at things and how they progress and the 
actions and reactions and the consequences. So, like, I'm starting to think further, bigger picture. And as you start to think bigger picture, you start to realize a little bit more. And I realize that as much as I always preach about self-care, sometimes I don't take care of myself. Sometimes it is hard for me to take care of me. And sometimes I neglect me. And I have to get back to that. Like, I understand, like, there's a struggle in my life right now where I got so many things going on and I don't necessarily have the time to do it. You know, writing a book, planning the gender reveal just to turn around and get ready for Christmas. Then <laughs> next year, you know, get ready for the baby shower. So, like, it's literally Christmas, baby shower, birth. Like, that's how it's going to go. Well, actually, it's going to be baby shower, Valentine's Day, and then birth. You know, that's the next four or five months for me. And all the while, trying to move, trying to build credit, trying to get ready. Like, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of aspects of my life right now that I'm trying to balance. And in these aspects, I learned that I'm not taking care of myself. I don't eat throughout the day. I may eat late at night or I may eat early in the morning. But really, if I'm at work, I don't eat. And I really don't eat on my days off because my body's not used to it. It's gotten to the point where breakfast is almost disgusting to my body because I'm so used to not eating it. My body's so used to functioning on it that my body gets sick when I intake it. And that's important because as I sit here and I think about all these things, and I think about how I treat myself. I hope that my child, I hope that I'm able to teach my child something that I have not mastered yet. That it is okay to be selfish, to take care of yourself. It is okay to say, I don't feel like I don't have the energy. I am tired. And we can't let other people's expectations of us or what they want us to do stop us from doing what we need to do to take care of us. See, Something about self-care is being, you have to be self-aware to self-care. Okay, and if you don't hear me, hear me again. You have to be aware to do self-care because you have to be aware that you need to take care of self. Like, how many of us actually go to the doctor regularly to make sure that, hey, even though I feel okay and there's nothing wrong, let me make sure so I don't have to pay the price later. It's just like when you get an oil change for a car. You may not need one, but you just want to make sure that all your fluids are topped off. And hey, you might as well change the oil while I'm here. We have to learn to do that for ourselves because a lot of my friends right now are going through things. And I mean, they are really going through things. And I tell them, and I give great advice. Oh, amazing, superb, top-notch advice. But I tell them, Take time for yourself. Nurture yourself. Care about yourself. It is okay to be selfish in the time that you need to be selfish. Do not let other people dictate your life to the point where you stop caring about yourself. See, it's so many times that we be so quick to give others what they need. Oh, I need this. Okay, well, I'm tired. I'm going to do it. But will they do the same for you? See, it's a lot of us that are cross oceans climb mountains go to the moon and back for people that wouldn't even step outside in the rain shower for us and understand that that is okay some people aren't raised how you were raised some people don't have the same style of loyalty or the same definition of loyalty and respect and that is okay 
you charge that shit to the game and you keep it pushing. At the end of the day, what we want to do is we want to care about ourselves. We want to make sure that we are okay. Sometimes we need that mental break. Sometimes we need to get off social media and relax. Sometimes we may not feel like podcasting. Sometimes life might get too much for us to handle, so we need to take a breather. It is okay to be selfish and put life on hold, a, a quick hold. Say, hey, life, be back. I need some time. And I think that's why I smoke, because when I smoke, I get that little reprieve. My 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 stresses go away. My mind frees itself. I I'm able to think clearly. I'm able to think logically. And I know that sounds weird because people be like, "Oh, drugs alter your mind, this, that, and third. But understand, what works for you may not work for me, and what works for me may not work for you. And before you get in my business, do not get in my business. See, we have this thing nowadays where people love knowing what goes on in other people's lives so they can talk about it. But understand, anything that I post on social media, I post, and I want you to know. See, I, I think people get too caught up and putting on to understand that sometimes people are just what they are and you see them, what you see is what you get. And I think we have to come back down a few notches in our own lives. Like sometimes we get so caught up in other people's lives that we neglect our own. And then we're like, this came out of nowhere or we just ignored the signs, but the signs are always there. And self-care is the main reason why a lot of us have depression and a lot of us can't it seems like every relationship we get in is bad and everything like this because it's not someone else's responsibility to take care of self self is you like self is you you are self and you have to take care of you and the only person that knows how to take care of you is you and if you don't know how to take care of yourself it's quite simple you sit down, you find out what you like, and you find out what you don't like. Because either way it goes, either you can write about what you like or you can write about what you don't like. Either way, when you're writing, either way, you're going to find out what you like either way. Either you're going to write what you like because you know what you like, or you're going to write what you don't like and then realize that, hey, these are the things I don't like, but these are the things I do like. It's about self-evaluating. You have to always self-evaluate. You always have to check on yourself. Sometimes throughout the day, I'll ask myself mentally, all right, bro, are you okay? You look worn out. You you know, you're tired. You need to take a break. And you got to start that cleansing process. Like, think of life as a puzzle piece. Think of your body as a puzzle piece. Well, a puzzle, not a puzzle piece. Correction. Think of your body as a puzzle, right? So every time you interact with somebody, sexual, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you take a piece of your puzzle and you give it to them and vice versa, right? But let's say you meet somebody toxic. They have a bad puzzle. Their puzzle's all dirty, grimy, whatever. And you come in thinking, hey, I'm super safe a puzzle. And you try to save said puzzle. And you take their pieces. You take their bad pieces. You take their bad qualities. You take on their stress, their problems. You take on their life. And then after they leave, you wonder why you're in such a fucked up position. Because your clean, pristine puzzle is no longer that because you've taken in so much toxic so much negative and you have not self-cleared yourself you have not cleared you have not got back to you you haven't restored you that hole that you're missing is a piece of you that you haven't put back yet and it's never going to get filled unless you put it back can't nobody else fill that void for you you have to be happy for yourself and you have to be happy by caring about yourself see it's so many times that we say other people are the blame but when it comes to self, 
You have to self-repair. We are consciously aware. Every person is consciously aware of what hurts them and what they don't like. So why is it that we struggle to identify these on a personal level between us? And the thing about self-care is, guess what? It's nobody's business what you do. It's personal. So guess what? It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks because you're caring for you. You got to block off those opinions of what everybody else says. And this is the message that coming up to the gender reveal has been circulating in my head. And I've been trying to find ways to articulate it without sounding like a broken record. But these are the lessons that I want my child to know. I want my child to be able to understand that, hey, self-care, self-love is you. It's on you. You're only going to be as good or as great as you put in. See, the thing about self-care is what you put in is what you get out. And a lot of people can't do either. Some people can't do either. Some people can't love themselves and some people can't take care of themselves. And what happens when you come across those people is that they will latch on to you and see that you are a great person and they will drain you. But you have to understand when enough is enough. See, caring about yourself. It's a lot of people in, think about somebody in your life right now that you would do anything for. You would never hurt them because hurting them hurts you. We need to have that same mentality for ourselves. Because see, I was in a situation to where I knew, I knew for a fact that I shouldn't be in this situation. My body, my mind, my mental, my spirit, everything was telling me. My guardian angel, Bobo across the street, the crackhead on the corner, everybody was telling me, hey, this is not a situation for you. Your life is supposed to go this way. But right now, because you're stuck in this situation, you're going this way. But if I had even one ounce of self-care at that point or self-love in that moment that I was dealing with that, I would have never been there because I would have been like, bro, I'm hurting myself. And to hurt myself is hurting me. And that pain that I feel, I, I don't want to feel it. But we always put ourselves on the back burners. And I want my child to understand. I want my child, boy or girl, to know boy or girl that it is okay to be weak because there's going to be some things that I can't save you from there's going to be some things no matter how I can talk to you till I'm blue in the face there's going to be some things that you don't necessarily understand until you get older because that's life it's trial by error but what I want you to understand is that you're smart beautiful talented you are the you are my biggest blessing and my biggest flex you are loved beyond measure and the, all you owe me, because I'm going to be your parent. You didn't ask to be here. I didn't ask to bring you into this world. I brought you into this life. And everything that you deal with it is because of the decision I made. And you had nothing to do with it. You had no say so. You didn't say, hey, daddy, I don't want to be born. I see what the fuck going on in 2020. Hell no. Nah. You know, I don't want that. You, you didn't have that choice. I didn't give you that option. Me and your mother did not give you that option. So your life. I feel solely responsible on how I get you trained to deal with the things that you're going to be brought into. And I want my child to know that hand over fist, that it is okay. You do what you feel that you need to do. You love yourself because see, that's a message that I didn't get as a kid. I was loved and don't get me wrong. My parents loved me, but I never got that. Okay. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to deal with pain. It's okay to not want to do things because you're tired. You're human. I understand what I'm able to handle. You may not be able to and vice versa. So I never got that message, but I want my child to know that message because that's why I'm so headstrong. That's why I don't vent because I was always told that's what I'm supposed to do. 
but it's okay to be tired. It's okay to know your limitations. It's okay to say no. Because, see, some people have a hard time saying no. Some people just physically can't say no, no matter how bad they want to, no matter how much they want to. Once they care, they're going to say no. And I realized recently that I am a Libra. And my rising sign or my moon is a Libra. And my rising sign is a Gemini. So I'm, I'm just all like, I'm double Libra. And that explains because I feel like I'm so passionate about a lot of things that people aren't. And sometimes because people aren't passionate about it, I I don't drive myself to get there. I don't pride myself on getting to where I want to go. I don't enjoy the things that I want to enjoy because I'm always looking at what other people may or may not enjoy. Like there's certain things that I want to do. And I'd be like, hey, friends, let's go do this. And they'd be like, oh, I'm not really into that. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I don't want to go by myself. But sometimes, you know, sometimes I realize now that I want to have to take a day, at least one day out the month. And it's so crazy because as I think about it, a little caveat, as I think about 30 days, I have 30 days. And when I think about setting a day aside just for me, just to relax for me, just to take care of me, just to personalize with me, just to get back in touch with me, just to check on me, I realize that I don't have time. But I also understand that I have to make time because out of 30-something days, I'm only asking for one. And I realize that it's not going to sit well with a lot of people. It's not going to sit well with people who have so much access to me because for this one day I'm going to be unreachable this one day I'm going to be unattainable this one day social media may not see me this one day this 24 hours but I understand that it must be done it must be done so I can be all those things that you need me to be so I can be that strong friend so I can be that strong father so I can be that great brother or son it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight. I'm struggling with a lot of things personally, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. I find myself battling these demons because I want to be on my best behavior the day my child is born. When I hold this kid for the first time, I just want my heart to open up. I just want to be as transparent as possible. Like when I get on this podcast, I try to be transparent as possible. I try to show you all the scars that I have from the mistakes that I've made from the life I chose to live and understand, understand the grind doesn't stop. See, it's so hard to try to slow life down and speed it up at the same time. It's so hard to grind. Like you have some people that's grinding and I tell you, I promise you, like just because I don't podcast a lot doesn't mean that I'm not listening to other podcasts. I'm not gathering more information. And there's really some podcasters out there that are really grinding. And one day I hope to achieve to be on that level or similar to but I know I'm not there. I know it'll come in my own time. I know the Legacy Podcast will jump off. I know it'll be something great. I know because it's built on foundation. It's built on a foundation that I've built, the the little details. And I'm still perfecting it. 
I'm still perfecting it. So I'm not quite where others are, but I'm not also, I'm not running their race. I'm running the race for me. So whenever the legacy podcast get there, whenever Adrian Breon Henry gets to where he needs to go, I know it'll be right on time. I know for a fact, because I pour into me what I pour into others. See, and a lot of times, a lot of what we struggle with is that sometimes we forget to pour back into ourselves while we're pouring into others. And then we come across the question of how am I supposed to pour into me if I'm pouring into others? You can't worry about who's pouring into you or who's not pouring into you. You have to worry about those who are pouring into you, who those who are giving you that motivation for life, those who are supporting you. See, so often we get caught up on the support that we don't have which takes away from the self-care because self-care, a small part of self-care is having people care for you. Hey, you know, having some people that say, hey, you've been going hard all the past couple of months. I just want you to know that I see it because then you feel appreciative. You see that your hard work is paying off. You see the fruits of your labor. And then when somebody else tells you that they see it, you're more inclined to say, yeah, I have been working hard. Let me take a time to myself. Sometimes we get so grind happy because we have got to get it off the ground. We have to move it. We have to do all this. That it becomes a lifestyle and then we can't slow down. Because then we find out that we're doing something that we enjoy and we're reaping the benefits. And I don't care even if you are doing something you love. And trust me, when you're doing something you love, it doesn't even feel like work. But you still have to take that time off. Sometimes you got to take a time off from what you love. Like sometimes you you have to separate. Sometimes you still have to make time for yourself, whether you know it or not. Take a day off. On your day off, just relax. Because see, sometimes I just want to relax. Sometimes I don't want to leave the house. Sometimes I don't want to be at home. But that is my right. Sometimes I just want to sit in my room all day. Because see... I battled depression. I've had depression since 2004. It was going on 16 years. Mind you, I'm only 26. So for the first 9, 10 years of my life, I've only, you know, cool, scot-free. 2004, shit went sour. Don't know what happened. Can't tell you. Don't know. Still figuring it out. But there's days I wake up and I don't want to be bothered. There's days I... I don't want to be touched. There's like, and I really didn't develop that until after my grandpa died in 2004. So it takes time. Like, I know the reason why I am the way I am. I see the reason why I am the way I am. And I've been trying to correct those reasons that I don't like. But what we fail to realize as people and human beings is one, is that just because somebody else doesn't like it, because I'm pretty sure it's a lot of things that people don't like about me. But if I don't see a problem with it, just know that I'm not inclined to change them. And if you, if that is a deal breaker for you, if I do something that you don't like, see, this is where the self-care comes in at. You have to care enough about yourself to say, hey, I don't like it and it's a deal breaker for me and I told you you're not trying to correct it. Or you don't see what's that the problem that it is and that's okay. We're going to go our separate ways because life isn't, life is too short to waste time on people that don't see the, how their actions affect you. You know, people are so quick to say, Hey, you know, well, it's not that big of a deal, but it is to me. For some reason, it is to me. And you may not understand it, and you may think it's petty or childish or whatever, but you need to acknowledge that, hey, the action that you're doing doesn't sit well with me. Whether you think it's a big problem or not, it doesn't sit well with me. But you have to care enough about yourself. You have to learn yourself. You have to teach yourself. See, 
I'm going to take it a step further. Just like sex. A lot of people are uncontrolled or don't know what they like about sex because they haven't taken time to experience everything sexual. They just know they don't like it for whatever reason or whatever. But so many times people tend to come around because sex is an expression. Sex is like where you have your wildest dreams. Like you live out whatever fantasy you want during sex, whether it's role play, bondage, tie me up. Don't spit in my mouth. No spit in my mouth. No, that's nasty. So I'm not even going to say that. But it's things that you have control over that we relinquish control to. It's because we don't know ourselves. Like, in the most freedom, in one of the most free spaces that you could think of, we're shy. We're, we're afraid to for someone to see us naked. And it's just like that in life. It is just like that in life. And that's why I brought it up. Because, you know, I like to make analogies. But... So many times we put on these clothes, we put on these layers because we're afraid for people to see who we are. We're afraid to show our vulnerability. Just like in sex, a lot of I've come across a lot of people, men and women, when a discussion of sex comes along, they'll say how they're shy or they're afraid to try new things or they'll go along with it just to make their partner happy. See, that's clothes that we're putting on. But sometimes you got to open yourself up and be naked. Like a lot of people think that showing emotion is soft, but understand it takes a lot of emotion and it takes a very strong person to show somebody else that they are weak. Think about it. When was the last time you had somebody break down in front of you or you broke down in front of somebody else? The strength that it takes to be weak is amazing. And I promise you, if you ever broke down, if you ever had an event, if you ever came to that point where you needed to just be weak and vulnerable with somebody and you were able to do that that is something that a lot of us don't get to enjoy but i tell you it is a powerful moment whether you think of it in the moment of it or not that is a powerful moment to have somebody say hey life is so hard for me right now and this is what's going on and i just need to cry or i just need to vent or i just need to reach out to you or hey i just it's just something that i don't need to deal with it's beautiful because that is a bond. That is a layer of trust. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. But like I said, it, it's crazy how these life events happen and we sit here and we downplay them or we don't respect them in the moment that they are given. But let me tell you from experience that breaking down in front of somebody is so emotional. And sometimes you 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 get to that point and you wonder how can where do we go from here right because you see me now i'm apologizing because it always happens i'm apologizing that i broke down i'm apologizing that you see me at the weakness but you were strong enough to be weak that's what i'll tell everybody you were strong enough to be weak you were strong enough to show me a side that nobody else seen or that's rare for people to see and i will forever cherish that because that is something that a lot of people don't do because they feel like it shows weakness, but it's not weak. It's not weak by a long shot. It is strong and it's something that we as people have to do. So as I prepare for this baby, I find myself soul searching a lot. I find myself digging up these hard paths. Like there's a door and like, if you think about your heart or your mind as a door, 
a hotel with a bunch of doors. Every experience, every emotion that you've ever had, good, bad, people that cause triggers, all that. If you think of them as a door, I've been walking through my hotel mentally and emotionally, checking every door, opening every door, going down memory lane. I'm talking about I went back to a relationship I had in middle school and opened the door and reassessed everything in there to make sure, hey, I'm okay. I've dealt with this, right? And there's a couple of doors that I'm avoiding as I go through this hotel, right? Because it's too painful. It's going to cause something. I know I'm not ready to deal with it, but I'm building up my strength because I'm opening up these old doors. I realize that I have depression, but depression doesn't need to have me. I understand that my mentality of putting things up and charging it to the game may not be what I need because guess what? That game going to come collect. That debt is going to be due. And I feel like when that debt is due, I'm either going to have to pay for it or I'm not going to have it. And I'm trying to make sure I have it to pay because suicide, we lose too many to people. We lose way too many people. And a lot of times people close to us are like, I never knew. And, you know, it hurts me to hear that because now that I realize, like, I can tell when people are like, I don't know if I started paying attention to it more or I started evaluating it or I really just woke up and was like, hey, I want to be a better person. And I'm going to start caring about other people's feelings. But I can understand when they have a bad day. I see it in their face. I can see in someone's face when it's not, when something's bothering them. And it's crazy because I wonder how many messages I've missed in my lifetime of people that have silently been calling out for help or it's written all over their face and we ignore it. But how do we fix that? How do we change that? How do we be attentive to people? And whether they want to talk about it or not, it's extending the olive branch. It's a lot of times my friends tell me they don't want to talk about the shit that they're going through. And you know what I do? If you need me, I'm here. And then I start praying for you to get through whatever it is that you feel like you can't come to me about. Because one thing about it, whether you're going to tell me or not, I'm going to pray for you. Whether you believe in whoever you believe in or not, I'm going to pray to the person that I believe in to help you because everybody needs that. Everybody needs that. And when you're not strong enough to pray for yourself and realize this, when you're not strong enough to be who you are, you need someone there that's going to help you get back to who you are. And then when you get back to who you are, you have the responsibility to take care of yourself at that point. So, see, it's a two-way street. See, you can't be surrounded by fake love and think that you're going to care for yourself one day. No, 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 no. See, you need somebody that's going to be on your ass day in and day out, make sure that you reach your goals, your dreams. If you want to be a doctor, football player, rapper, musician, chef, cook, whoever, you need somebody in your corner that's up your ass like a dirty tampon that's making sure that you get your shit together. And understand this, and I mean this with the most humble and sincerest way possible. I don't mean to step on anybody's toes, but if your niggas or your females that you hang around ain't trying to motivate you, you need to drop their ass like a bad habit. Understand that self-care crosses all spectrums, relationships, goals, all that. It covers the whole board. Anything that has to deal with you falls under self-care. And it's so many times that we forget that. It's so many times that we refuse to believe that 
one little action can dictate so much in our lives, but it's really just that. It's really just this one little action that dictates so much of our lives. And yet, and still, we find any excuse not to self-evaluate ourselves. We have to stop that. And as I come to this day, November 28th, 2020, as this day approaches, I find myself praying more. I find myself sitting back thinking more. I find myself wondering how can I portray these messages, these gifts, these goals to my child because I want my child to understand this so they don't have to be like me years later still trying to process all these feelings. And granted, I know my child is going to have these. I know that life is going to throw my baby wrenches. I know that I'm not going to be able to save them from that first heartache, that first heartbreak, that first when they realize Santa's not real because who they're going to find out when I'm quick as fuck. Listen, when they realize these things, when they when they have hopes of going to the park, but it rains and now they're sad because they really want to go to the park and they can't go to the park because it rained. I want them to understand that it is OK to express themselves, how they feel the need to express themselves, because, see, they're sad. See, I'm not going to see. And I feel like if I have a son, I can't go and tell my son, hey, stop crying. You're a boy. Grow up. Dust it off. It's going to be more heartache in life. No, son, let's address the issue. You fell off the sofa or you fell off the playground, you hurt yourself. That pain, it makes you want to cry. Go ahead and cry. Go ahead, cry. When you get done crying, we're going to talk about it. Let's address it. So, son, you got to be a little tougher than that. It's okay to be weak. It's okay to cry, but you got to be a little tougher than that because life is going to throw you stuff a lot more harder than that. But at the time of them being a baby, it's not my job to go up there and tell them, Hey, shut up, boy. Run some dirt on it because you're a boy. Or if I have a girl, it's not my job to go and tell my girl, oh, no, nah, you can't go out to parties. This, that, that, but I will let my son go because I can't be worried. See, it's not that I don't trust my child. It's not that I'm not going to trust my child. I don't trust your kids. I don't trust your kids. I can guarantee you right now. It's a lot of people that I see with kids that I hope that my kids never come in contact with because I hate to have to kill your kid and you. I fight kids. And about my kid, I will fight kids. Understand, I have a responsibility to myself and to my child to make sure that I'm doing the very best that I can, to always put my best foot forward, to make sure that my child needs nothing, that all their needs are taken care of. Understand that the same way I have to care for this kid, I have to care for myself. The same way that you care for your best friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your sister, husband, wife, ex, cousin, twice removed, whomever that you care about. Find the person that you love the most in this world, whether they're here or they're not. And the same way you would care for that person, you have to care for yourself. That's what self-care is. At the bottom of the, at the end of the day, at the bottom line, at the, after the period, whatever, you have to understand that. You have to care. The person that you care about the most, you have to care about yourself in the same manner. You have to take the time and understand that, hey, I love this way or I love that way or I don't need to be loved this way or I don't need to be loved that way. But at the end of the day, you have to be aware. And that's what I want my child to know. I want my child to be aware of who they are. Because if you know who you are, I promise you people won't play in your face because they're going to know. They're going to know who they You ever heard the term? They know who to try and who not to try. That is very true. That is very true. And that is a true statement. 
I can almost guarantee you everybody in the world know what they can get away with and who they can get away with it from. Why? Because it's human nature to exploit weaknesses of other people, to know how far we can push the envelope, what we can get away with, what's teetering that line. We always love standing on that line, but understand, I want my child to know. I want my child and I want you legacies. I want you to know when you draw that line, you stand on that line, you stand firm in that line. You be true to you. Because when you, you set that line for a reason, and we can't let our emotions let people cross over that line. We can't play that jump rope. This ain't double dutch. You're not finna go back and forth in my life. We're not finna play these games. You're not finna diss me and think you finna be up in my face. Just like I tell people, and people do not believe me, and I promise you they do not believe me, but I can show you better than I can tell you. Ain't no in and out. This ain't no revolving door. You're not finna be in and out my life. I'm not finna worry about, look, you got one time. You got one time. Because when I'm trying to progress my life, I don't have time to make mistakes. If I make them, I'll make them. But I don't have time to deal with mistakes made by somebody else because that's only going to slow me up. And quite frankly, I'm already behind. I'm playing from behind. And I want my kid to understand that every choice you make has a decision. It does something to the timeline of your events. No matter how big or small it is, I want you to understand the grasp and the concept of life. And at the very foundation of that is self-care it's self-care and if we can if we can get that down pat legacies if we can get that down pat i may not be able to change the world but legacies i promise you i can change your lives if you just listen to the things that i that i say whether you agree with them or not they have a basis understand that Everybody has an basis. When they give you an opinion or they give you an advice, either something that you told them or something they have experienced themselves, and not necessarily it may or may not fit your situation because only you know the true ends of your situation. I have also learned that people don't tell you what they want to tell you. Like, even if they think they're being brutally honest, and listen to me, when you think somebody being an open book and you know everything, I can almost guarantee you it's a couple of things that they're keeping from you because either they're afraid of the judgment that may be casted or they know it's something that you don't agree with because they know your morals in your life and they don't want to tell you because they don't want to be looked at differently in your eyes but understand that's where that love comes from like that pure genuine love that love that you have when a baby is born or that that love you have when you get married at that point and, and marriage is a stretch because i've been married and, and it's not all that but for some people, it's beautiful and it works out and it's amazing. That love, that true love, that un, that unprocessed, raw emotion of love has the power to change everybody's mind. And it's crazy because even people that don't want to get married want to be loved. And I find it crazy how you want to be loved but don't want to get married because it, to me it goes hand in hand. If you love somebody the way you say you do, why wouldn't you want to be married? Why wouldn't you want them to be a part of your life officially? I mean, quite frankly, it's only in the world view, but why not? And it's because we're so afraid of letdown. We're so afraid of these things. We're so afraid of being vulnerable. We're so afraid of coming to terms with who we are and there's so many people out here in the world that are hiding who they are and they're living a miserable life like i used to hide who i was like before i told my people that i smoked man i used to spray cologne and i used to try to hide it but now like i don't do that it's like 
You have to accept me who I am. I can't live a lie. I don't want to live a lie. It's too stressful. I have to hide too much shit. I don't want to do it anymore. And I told him, I was like, hey, I know y'all are judgmental. But listen, this is what I do. This is how I cope. This is how I get through them tough days. Because some days I don't want to get up out of bed. But you know what I do? I, I smoke my little my, my stuff and I, I go on about my business. Nobody should be able to determine how you live your life but you. Granted, it comes with some consequences. Like, there's some jobs I can't go apply for because, you know, they drug test or whatever. But that's a risk that you have to take. You, But you have to amount to that. You, If you know your weakness, then you know how to overcome it. And it's no longer a weakness now. And that's what it's about. It's about finding these times and opportunity, these life lessons. And it's about making the most of it. It's about when you met, when an obstacle pops up in your life, you're able to conduct it. You're able to think clearly because you know what you want logically. Hey, if I want to be a teacher, guess what? I know for a fact that I have to stop smoking because they're going to drug test and I'm going to be around other people's kids. And what I do around my kids and what I do in my personal life, I would never inflict that on your kids. Because teaching, as a teacher, people will always remember their teachers. You ask anybody, no matter what age, and they'll tell you their favorite teacher, their worst teacher, and they'll tell you everything about this, this teacher. And it's because when people come into your life and they impact you in a good and or bad way, you will for always be remembered. Always. And the same thing about you. You, no matter good or bad, you have to be a villain in somebody's story. But understand that that villain that you were in their story, they could talk about you. Either you changed or you didn't. And if you didn't change, that's a problem. But if you did change, then they don't know you. And they're only talking about the old you because they don't know the new you. And we have to stop focusing on what other people think of us because it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you can call me whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. But at the end of the day, I'm still me and I'm still living my life. And quite frankly, that comes because my opinion of me matters way more than yours. And you want to know why? Because I care. I care for myself. I've built myself up. I know me. I know what I can do and what I didn't. That's why rumors don't surprise me anymore. Like when I hear rumors about me, I'll be like, damn, that's crazy. Because where was I? And I let that shit go because a rumor is a rumor. And a rumor is a rumor. And rumors are spread by people that don't have no life, you know? And that's the where I want my kids to be at. That's where I want y'all to be at. I want y'all to realize that y'all might hear some shit about you that you ain't never did or never thought of. And you might hear about a date and time. And cool, you just got to slide with it. Like, bro, you're, you're putting on for other people doesn't matter as long as you put on for yourself. Legacies, that's the most important thing I could drop to y'all this week. That's it. That's all I got. I, I don't have nothing else. I try to keep it short, sweet, and simple. Like, But that's what's been on my mind and heart heavy. Man, I'm excited to find out about this gender reveal, man. It's going to be all over social media. So I'm dropping this uh, recording as soon as I'm done with it. Uh, y'all won't have to wait. It'll be there. Um, and that's normally what happens. I don't know if y'all follow the Instagram at the True Legacy Podcast. But normally when I put the recording up, normally the episode drops right out there. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I love the feedback. I know it's been sporadic uh, recording. I'm trying. I really am trying to get better. It's just some days I just can't get to it like I want to. But I promise when things settle down, when I stop working on all these moving pieces, it'll get better. I'll sit down and I'll perfect my craft. I'll be like 
the liquor podcast or my boy Marco with the hear me out podcast. I aspire to be to those levels and I will get to those levels. Y'all just stick with me now and I promise you it'll be better. You'll go back over. And I mean, even now, when you look at the past episodes and you look at the episodes now, you see the change, you see it, you, you feel it. Like even when I listen to it sometimes and I go back and I listen to some of them, I be like, damn, the growth that I've already experienced, but I want to get better. I want to know how to do the little videos and all the editing. I want to know how to do all that because I want to perfect my craft. In the same way I want to perfect podcasting, I want to perfect me. And that comes from self-care. That comes from analyzing yourself. The same way I analyze these podcasts, the way I listen to other people podcast, the way I see how they handle guest speakers and how they do things and how they promote themselves. I want to be there. I aspire to be there. I ask questions. And you have to do the same thing in your life because that's what self-care is. It is about reevaluating. It's about sometimes taking a step back and looking at it from a different angle. Like it all plays a part into everything. You see, I just tied podcasting into this whole episode that I did while I'm podcasting. It's things like that. You have to take the time and the initiative to become better because when you when you know better, you do better. And by doing better, you become better. And that's something that I say so much because it is so true. It is so true because we have to have that mentality. If you know better, if you know right from wrong and you still choose to do wrong, then you're wrong end of the story if you know right from wrong and you choose to do right every time you do something right you become better and every time you become better you notice that you start doing better it's the little things it's a snowball effect and legacies that's the most important thing that we need to get back to we got to get back to the basics the basics getting back to the basics because somehow along the way we've gotten distracted lost and now we can't find our way but y'all hold on tight y'all listen and y'all adapt y'all listen twice as much as you speak and i promise you you'll see the world in a new light and when you get to that point where you see that new light i promise you it is so beautiful it is so beautiful it is it is amazing actually but that's all i have man Y'all take care, Legacies. I'll see y'all next time. I don't know what we'll talk about next time, but we'll see. Also, shout out to the first all-black officials, like the Tampa Bay and L.A. Rams game. First time in history that there was an all-black officiating crew. And it's crazy that in 2020, we're still saying first black anything. But it's a step up. It's a change. Now we coming for GMs and all that. We want everything. We want the title and everything. But that's all. Black Lives Matter. Legacy Podcast out. Y'all have fun. I'll see y'all next time. We out.